This is Dreamwalker 1960. As a reminder, you can read the transcripts of all my podcasts at dreamwalker1960.com. You can use most podcast platforms if you wish to listen. All you need to do is do a search for Dreamwalker 1960. In the last podcast, I have discussed how many have decided to embrace a type of selective hearing. I mentioned in particular a woman that showed herself to be working in love and kindness. Yet, she denied teachings found within the Bible because of how one of the letters that is now a book within the New Testament was addressed. I once again return to scripture that per her slant upon the teachings found within the Bible would be limited to only ministers and pastors. Why I say this is because Timothy was the head of the church of Ephesus. This is reinforced by the fact that the two letters to Timothy and the letter to Titus are called the quote-unquote pastoral epistles. However, here is the verse, 2 Timothy 3, 16-17. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete thoroughly equipped for every good work. This means that everything that now comprises the Bible is Scripture and is for all that profess Christ as their Savior to study and come to learn, to understand that it does not matter to whom the letters were originally meant for. They are now something we must learn and embrace for our betterment. Once someone says, this is ours, and this is not ours, adds to creating a false gospel, a false teaching. Deuteronomy 4.2 You shall not add to the word which I command you, nor take away from it, that you may keep the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you. Galatians chapter 1, 6-10 I am shocked that you are turning away so soon from God, who called you to himself through the loving mercy of Christ. You are following a different way that pretends to be the good news, but it is not the good news at all. You are being fooled by those who deliberately twist the truth concerning Christ. Let God's curse fall on anyone, including us or even an angel from heaven, who preaches a different kind of good news than the one we preach to you. I say again what we have said before. If anyone preaches any other good news than the one you welcomed, let that person be cursed. Obviously, I'm not trying to win the approval of people, but of God. If pleasing people were my goal, I would not be Christ's servant. Christ makes it totally clear 
where a person's love is when they choose to have selective reading of the scriptures. John chapter 14, 23 through 24. Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. He who does not love me does not keep my words, and the words which you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. These words spoken by Christ tie right back in with those from 2 Timothy, so I will say them once again. 2 Timothy 3, 16-17 All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. One of the biggest elements that fills the minds of those that choose to ignore all scripture is that they wish to believe that just because they believe, they are set for true and complete salvation. James chapter 2 verse 19 You believe that there is one God. You do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. Those that embrace faith alone are stating they are on the same level as demons. Could this be the reason why this is said? James 2.26 For the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. It is here that we must once again come into an understanding of what quote-unquote works is. They are not rituals but how we live our lives every single day as we strive to be a living example unto the world. Titus chapter 2 verses 7 through 8 In all things showing yourselves to be a pattern of good works, in doctrine showing integrity, reverence, incorruptibility, sound speech that cannot be condemned, that one who is an opponent may be ashamed having nothing evil to say about you. Matthew chapter 5, 14 through 16. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. 1 Timothy 4, 11-13 These things command and teach. Let no one despise your youth, but be an example to the believers in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, in purity, till I come. Give attention to reading, to exhorting, to doctrine. This is works going hand in hand with faith, living the life as a child of God, day in and day out, following all of God's teachings. In the last eight years of my life, God has placed several people before me from all aspects, believers and non-believers, pastors, deacons, evangelists, and your everyday person who professed 
to being quote-unquote Christian. I have talked to them, worked with them, denied with them, befriended them, even confronted them. I came to a sad conclusion. Most were stuck in their belief and mentality of how God worked and worked with them. Most were off the mark. Some of these by only a slight degree, others to the point of cultic beliefs that were totally counter to what is written within the Bible. Most showed their desire to chase after money more than God. Many knew more about sports than the Bible. As to those that were non-believers, they found me an enigma. I didn't fit their mold of what they expected someone who professed to being quote-unquote Christian to behave and act toward them. I had a quote-unquote trans person talk to me one day as we walked to a co-worker's anniversary party. I was friendly and cordial. The next day, the person didn't come in and was out of work for several months. Read into that what you want. My greatest disappointment came from those that professed to being followers of Christ. They showed more of the flesh than of the spirit they professed to follow. Galatians chapter 5, 19 through 23. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambition, dissensions, heresies, envy, murderers, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I have also told you in the past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. Those that profess to being children of God were hurt and astonished by what they believed and is the truth found within the Bible. Their actions and reactions showing more ignorance of the Word of God than some of the non-believers. They believed things in some cases that didn't even exist within the Bible. So this begs the question, are they really followers of Christ? Because their beliefs can't be found within the Bible, but within their own image of what is found within that image. Isaiah 29:13. Therefore the Lord said, Insomuch as these people draw near with their mouths, and honor me with their lips, but have removed their hearts far from me, and their fear towards me is taught by the commandment of men. What they think is biblical is godly. What they believe comes from Jesus Christ isn't. They hear all is love. All are welcome into heaven as long as they commit to him and, of course, give their 10% tithe. This, by the way, is not 
Christianity. This is religion wearing a facade of Christianity. It is this religion that says that all that is required is faith. 2 Peter chapter 2 verses 1 through 14. But there were also false prophets among the people, even as there will be false teachers among you, who will secretly bring in destructive heresies, even denying the Lord who bought them, and bring on themselves swift destruction. And many will follow their destructive ways, because of whom the way of the truth will be blasphemed. By covetousness they will exploit you with deceptive words. For a long time their judgment has not been idle, and their destruction does not slumber. For if God did not spare the angels who sinned, but cast them down to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved for judgment, and did not spare the ancient world, but saved Noah, one of the eight people, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood of the world of the ungodly, and turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ash, condemned them to destruction, making them an example for those who afterward would live ungodly and delivered righteous lot, who was oppressed by the filthy conduct of the wicked, for that righteous man dwelling among them tormented his righteous soul from day to day by seeing and hearing their lawless deeds, then the Lord knows how to deliver the godly out of temptation and to reserve the unjust under punishment for the day of judgment and especially those who walk according to the flesh in the lust of uncleanliness and despise authority they are presumptuous self-willed they are not afraid to speak evil of dignitaries whereas angels who are greater in power and might do not bring a reviling accusation against them before the Lord. But these, like natural brute beasts, made to be caught and destroyed, speak evil of the things they do not understand, and will utterly perish in their own corruption, and will receive the wages of unrighteousness, as those who count it pleasure to carouse in the daytime. They are spots and blemishes, carousing in their own deceptions, while they feast with you, having eyes full of adultery, and they cannot cease from sin, enticing unstable souls. They have a heart trained in covetous practices and are accursed children. With these verses we come to understand that God, through His Son, will not just save people, but judge them. 2 Timothy 4.1 I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead, at his appearing and his kingdom. John twelve forty four through 50 Then Jesus cried out and said, He who believes in me, believes not in me, but in him who sent me, and he who sees me, sees him who sent me. I have come as a light into the world, that whoever believes in me should not abide in darkness. 
And if anyone hears my words and does not believe, I do not judge him. For I did not come to judge the world, but to save the world. He who rejects me and does not receive my word has that which judges him. The words that I have spoken will judge him in the last days. For I have not spoken on my own authority, but the Father who sent me gave me a command, what I should say and what I should speak. And I know that his command is everlasting life. Therefore, whatever I speak, just as the Father has told me, so I speak. Now when we return to 2 Timothy 3, 16-17, we need to come to an understanding of quote-unquote all scripture. I wish to shed a bit of light on this from another book in the New Testament. John chapter 1, 1 through 5. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him nothing was made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness does not comprehend it. Christ is the Word, and the Word is all Scripture. Not certain books within the Bible, but the entire Bible. Therefore, when someone rejects part of the Bible, they are fully rejecting He who is the Word. Matthew 10, 32-33 Therefore, whoever confesses me before men, him I will also confess before my Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, him I will also deny before my Father who is in heaven. Christ said this, John 14:15, If you love me, keep my commandments. Consequently, if the Bible says, James 2:26, For the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is also dead. Even though written by James, it is actually Christ speaking through the Holy Spirit, telling all that those that live by faith alone are dead. However, those that follow all the teachings given within the Bible, which includes all the commandments that pass the litmus test of Matthew 22, 37-40, are works that we should strive to fulfill and complete to the best of our ability. It is time to embrace the entire Bible and follow all the teachings within it, to be the light into the world, living a life that shows us to be a reflection of Christ and in no way a reflection of the world. What is truly and completely sad is most that reflect more of the world than Christ profess to being quote-unquote Christian. They are the lukewarm per Revelations 3, 14-16 that Christ already sees them as dead per Revelations chapter 3 verses 1 through 5. Yet in both these letters he gives them an out, that they must repent. As seen in the last letter to the seven churches, this means to get rid of worldly wealth and to seek true obedience to the word of God. Time is nearly up. There is no more time to have a long journey of sanctification. 
It must happen now and must happen quickly or face eternal damnation. God bless. Make it count, leave a mark, build a name for yourself. Dream your dreams, chase your heart above all else. Make a name the world remembers. But all an empty world can sell is empty dreams. I got lost in the light, but it was up to me to make a name the world remembers. But Jesus is the only name to remember. And I